Welcome to your February Investor Update. I'm Annabelle Williams, Personal Finance Specialist at Nutmeg, and I'm joined today by our Chief Investment Officer, James McManus. Hi, James. Hi, Annabelle. It's been a volatile start to 2022 for both equity and bond markets. What's been the cause of this unease among investors? That's right. After a relatively smooth journey for investors in 2021, January brought more challenging financial market conditions. And at its heart, that stems from worries about rising inflation and how it might be contained by central banks. Now, in the first week of January, the US Federal Reserve published minutes from its December meeting, which showed a unanimous agreement on the need to tighten monetary policy by raising interest rates sooner or at a faster pace than had earlier been forecast. Now, in the eyes of some investors, the central bank is now playing catch up with inflation levels that only recently termed transitory and with a labor market that is close to levels of maximum employment. And this follows the Bank of England's surprise move to raise interest rates in December and commentary from other central banks on the need to normalize monetary policy as we move into a new phase of the post-pandemic recovery and ensure that we don't allow inflationary pressures to become too deeply embedded. So how would this fear around rising inflation influence investor behaviour? Well, when investors rapidly reassess their positioning on new information, we tend to experience market volatility. And January has seen investors scrambling to place bets on the potential speed of interest rate rises, and at the same time moving away from more interest rate sensitive, growth-focused stocks towards those that offer value characteristics. That is, they're trading at lower prices than the company's performance might otherwise indicate. And that means the most exuberant and speculative parts of financial markets have been worst hit, cryptocurrencies uh, and high growth technology stocks uh, amongst them. And of course, the changing interest rate environment can also trigger investors to rethink sector and country exposures, a, a reassessment of the potential winners and losers if interest rates rise more rapidly than previously expected. And that reshuffling of the decks is a common market dynamic. And while it's uncomfortable for investors in the short term, it can actually also present opportunities as well as risks. So how did the Nutmeg fully managed portfolios perform during January? Well, fully managed Nutmeg portfolios delivered negative returns in January, falling around negative 2.1% in the lowest risk portfolios negative 4.2% in the medium risk portfolios and around negative 5% in the highest risk portfolios. Social responsible portfolios, meanwhile, delivered negative returns of around 2.6% at the lowest risk, around negative 5.4% in the medium risk portfolios and around negative 6.6% in the highest risk levels. Now, those losses come in the context of UK government bonds having their fifth worst monthly performance since 1999, losses of around 3.8% in January, whilst global stock markets also fell, led by the US, where the S&P 500 declined just under 5.2% in local currency terms. And have you made any changes to the nutmeg portfolios in January? Well, we've rebalanced our equity exposure, putting more money to work in socially responsible US equities from our cash holdings in the final week of January. Uh, when markets are volatile, this can be a good time actually to pick out new opportunities to invest. And we continue to favor both US equities and those equities with greater socially responsible characteristics in our portfolio allocations. We've just celebrated the start of the Lunar New Year, while the Beijing Winter Olympics are now in full swing. China and emerging markets generally performed poorly for investors in 2021. What's your view on China in 2022 and beyond? 
Well, the appeal of the long-term Chinese economic growth story remains very enticing as both a manufacturing powerhouse and with a burgeoning middle-class population that's ready to transform the Chinese economy through consumption. And the Chinese economy is the world's second largest, and so it's a critical growth engine for both emerging markets and the global economy. But it's also a very different place today than it was in the mid-2000s when it was at the front of the queue to benefit from the rapid globalization and export-driven growth, growth that was a, a boon to emerging market outperformance in that period. And in diversified multi-asset portfolios, China will always have its place. We access it via broad emerging markets exposure. But we think there's actually continued room for caution in, in the post-pandemic era. Questions hang over the future of China's relationship with the US, whether the Chinese state's control of capital markets has damaged investors' medium-term confidence in Chinese assets, and, and also whether China's zero-tolerance approach to COVID cases will continue to impair economic activity levels. You add to that a potentially stronger US dollar as the US Federal Reserve begins to raise interest rates, and it's hard to avoid the conclusion that despite last year's market losses and a still rosy global trade environment, that there are still some con considerable headwinds to contend with. We've actually written a blog exploring these issues in more detail, and you can read that on the Nutmeg website. Thanks, James. Thanks, Annabelle. Thank you for joining us. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss in next month's Investor Update, you can contact us via email or on our social media channels. We look forward to seeing you next month. information about this update is available in the description. As with all investing, your capital is at risk. The value of your portfolio with Nutmeg can go down as well as up, and you may get back less than you invest. Past or future performance indicators are not a reliable indicator of future performance.